Verstappen dominates Azerbaijan Grand Prix. Our Ferrari just blowing smoke? Oh, and Yuki's broke his flaps! Duck tape out, lads. Welcome to the Late Night Race Review. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Late Night Race Review for Sunday, the 12th of June. I'm Dave Jericho. She's Owen Scott. And this week, we'll be taking a look back at a rather interesting Azerbaijan Grand Prix, how the driver and constructors tables are looking. And of course, the highlight of the hour, the predictions game, as we look forward to the Canadian Grand Prix. And um, also, we just want to take a quick minute to thank the listeners of the cast and um, the audience numbers have been going up a lot quicker than we'd expected them to. Uh, so thanks for joining us each week and uh, keep those likes, follows, subscribes coming in. Um, and of course, don't forget to share the podcast with friends and family and uh, well, whoever else, you know. Uh, now, that's uh, enough hanging around. Let's uh, get on with the show, Scotty. How's Dave? Um, a happy post-race Sunday to you, man. How are you keeping? Pretty good, pretty good. I was, uh, as a Bajan, I tend to always look forward to it. It usually throws up a few nice surprises, so I'm a happy mm. camper t- today. Yeah, I like I like Azerbaijan. I have to say, it's a very fun track. Um, I, th- I think an, an appropriate place to start, Dave, is is well, we'll go from the top and we'll talk about uh, Max Verstappen, our sixth different winner of the Azerbaijan uh, Grand Prix, and uh, a just deserved win. What did you think of Max today? Yeah, he did a he did a solid job, didn't he? And mm. and you're right, just deserved is right. I mean, he was he was hard done by last season with the blowout on the straight. Um, even though it gave us some uh, com- comical memes of him kicking the the tire yeah. of it <laughs> of that Red Bull, yeah. but uh, yeah, he had a good race. I mean, he'd uh, and he had a good start. Him and Perez both got off the line really well. Uh, I think he could have taken Leclerc. Only got he got sort of boxed in between Perez and Leclerc. So I mean, he obviously couldn't squeeze through. Um, mm. But I mean, after that, I mean, he he, he look. It was a stable race. He, he bided his time. Um, I mean, I think he got. Perez on, God, oh, was it lap? Was it lap sixteen or something like that? He took he took Perez on uh, mm-hmm. lap fifteen, something like that. Um, and then he just controlled the race from there. I mean, he just started streaking ahead of everybody, didn't he? I mean, he finished what twenty seconds ahead of Perez by the yeah. end of the race. No I catching mean, him. No catching him. I mean, he was, and I don't even know whether the, the Ferraris had had stayed on the track. Would they have kept up with him? I mean, he just had the pace. He was he was adamant he was winning uh, today. Um, and he did, yeah. Professional drive. Yeah, it was a well well controlled race by by Red Bull and Max. In fairness, um, however, his his teammate Checo perhaps not not as strong, uh, even though he had a, a fantastic start. Um, took Charles uh, into turn one, uh, and boxed out not not on purpose, but boxed out Verstappen and, and took the lead of the race. Um, even though he came uh, second to give Red Bull a one two, where where did Checo's pace go? He seemed to disappear. I don't know. Although before we get on to Checo's race, I I, <laughs> I was ready to text you because I thought, look, when I saw Perez streak away in the lead and yeah. like he, he just started stretching. Like, I mean, I think after lap three or something like that, he was already like a couple of seconds uh, of a gap between him and Leclerc in second. Yeah. So I was like, I was, I was already, I was jumping the gun. I was ready to text everyone kind of going, oh, this guy's got the win today. Yeah. <laughs> and then I realized I didn't actually have him as number one in my predictions from last week. So I was like, well, good job. I didn't send that text. I would have been wrong all around. Um, yeah, so, but his pace, look, I don't know, from his interviews at the end of the race, he had about a million and one different sort of reasons as to where his pace had gone. 
Um, the start of the race, I would have assumed he sort of burnt up his tires. I mean, he he really gunned it from the get go. Uh, so I could only assume he he started burning up his tires, but that only sort of holds weight for so long because you know when him and Max then ended up both out on the hard compound tire. He didn't make any inroads into Max. He didn't really, you know, he's in fact, he just started dropping off. I think at one point he was, I could be wrong, but I think he was like sort of like six, six and a half seconds after the final pit stop. Um, yeah. But then by the end of the race, you know, he's sort of, you're, you're looking at 20 odd seconds or something to that effect. So I don't know. I thought it was a race that was going to suit him. I was kind of excited that I thought he was going to win. Um, but look, we'll roll on to Canada. Um, he got second. He's still. I mean, he's, what is he now? He's only, uh, was he 21 points behind Verstappen in the driver's table? Yeah, not so far off. It, he's still in there. He's still in there. So um, the only thing I, I, I was a bit sort of uh, questioning was when, it wasn't team orders, but when they were saying no fighting. Yeah. Now, I know it wasn't team orders. I understand it was, they were basically saying, look, Max is coming behind you. He's like a second, uh, a lap quicker. Just let him by. There's, you know, otherwise you're just going to hold each other up and there's going to be tears. Yeah. But at the same time, the two of them, like, I mean, the next person behind was George Russell, who was 20, 22 seconds back or something like that. So you're thinking... Why not let them race? If he can, now yeah. he's not going to hold up Max Verstappen because by the time they get round to the next, uh, the next lap round onto that pit straight, Max Verstappen would have breezed by him anyway. But yeah. still, I don't think there was any reason to not let them race. I think they understand race, but lads, don't take each other out. You know, yeah, yeah. give them the benefit of the doubt. I don't think they've ever done, you know, there's ever been that level of collision between them. Give them the benefit of the doubt. Let them race a little bit hard. Um, I mean, Perez is going for a driver title here as well. Um, and they not long came, ago came out but saying that, you know, we're not going to give any team orders. But look, second place, he's still in there with a chance. Yeah, I mean, it, Red Bull did come out publicly and say, you know, we're going to let them race. But was there a little hint there of maybe you're seeing that Max is definitely still obviously number one? And they they don't want to kind of hinder him at all. Was there was there something from Red Bull today, kind of ho not holding Perez back, I guess, but just putting Max in a different strategy or a more more advantageous uh, path to victory? Um, no, I, I mean Perez had bad luck with the pit stop. Um, I mean he had a five point seven second pit stop. But again, when you consider what three seconds longer in the pit stop, he still finished nineteen seconds back. So you know. Yeah. In the grand yeah, scheme yeah. of things, that's nothing. Um, the I I just think it 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 came across that Red Bull are more were more nervous that the their two drivers wouldn't race fair and could end up taking each other out. Yeah. Um, which I be honest, I don't think that would have happened. I don't think Perez is that type of driver. I think he would know. Look, I he'd know when and when he, or he couldn't keep Verstappen behind him and just let him pass. Yeah. So it just came across that yeah the 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 pit wall were just a little bit too nervous to let them go at it. So they just threw out the order there to to Perez, no fighting, and he just let him by. So yeah. pity, but um, like I said, I don't think he would have. 
Um, he would have kept Max behind for the whole race anyway, so it's probably irrelevant this conversation. Yeah, but yeah, look, yeah. it it just maybe speaks to the the mindset in the in Red Bull about what they will do in the future. Yeah, yeah, possibly flashbacks of the the Verstappen Ricardo um, coming together a few years ago in in Baku as well. So go, going from say lack of pace um, from from Checo to lack of re- reliability. Ferrari this weekend, holy moly! Um, really, a weekend to forget. Science um, going out with a hydraulic issue quite early on, and then Leclerc with engine failure, absolute disaster for Fer- Ferrari all round and Ferrari engines all round. I feel sorry for Leclerc. I, I don't <laughs> sorry Science, but I don't necessarily feel sorry <laughs> for Science because he he brings a lot of drama on himself. Um, but I feel sorry for Leclerc. I mean, he was he was in with a shout and. We said this in, go back to one of the earlier podcasts, uh, you know, go back to maybe Jeddah or something like that. I can't quite remember. And we were all, everyone was on the Ferrari bandwagon. We were, you know, the hype train was rolling fast. And yeah. and we said it on that podcast. We said, if anyone's going to fuck this up, it's going to be Ferrari. Like, yeah. And yeah. Uh, lo and behold, uh, we've got bad pit calls. We are bad strategies. We've got, you know, reliability issues. Um, so I feel I feel for for Leclerc. I don't know how much pace he would have had versus the Red Bulls today. I think possibly he would have had a second place. Um, yeah. the fact that and that's purely because Checo didn't have a great race in terms of the the, the sheer pace he was setting. Uh, even though he got the fastest lap, which is a bit ironic in itself. Mm. Um, so yeah, we got a engine failure for. For Leclerc, we got a hydraulic issue for check or for sorry for signs. And I'll be honest, I don't know whether we're going to get much more detail than that. I haven't gone checking before we start recording here. I haven't gone checking to see if there's any news out because usually Ferrari don't give too much details. Yeah, the front uh, Yeah, on what happened went with engine failures and stuff like that. Yeah. Um so yeah, unfortunately, a double DNF, big fucking goose egg for Ferrari this week. Horrible. And a huge impact, like an absolute huge impact, even at this stage, that's a huge impact into their, it's it's a huge impact to the driver's title, but even a bigger impact for the constructor title. I mean, they are rolling on, I think they're 80 odd points now behind Red Bull. Like that's massive, especially when you've got a number two driver like Sainz, who is so inconsistent. Yeah, that's, we've said it, we've said it every, literally every episode we harp on about it's the number two drivers that are going to determine who wins this constructor's title. And yeah. it's starting to show already. Yeah. And more importantly, not only the, the constructors and the drivers championship, our predictions game was rightly messed up. Science was in uh, my predictions and Isidro's predictions as well. I'm not sure about your one, two, three. Was there any Ferrari drivers? Uh, yeah, I had Leclerc winning. Oh right, okay. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, they're rightly screwing up our game as well, which is they are, is which is bang out important. of form. Yeah, it's bang out of form. I mean, selfish pricks. Like um, but <laughs> as you say, like I mean, we, we're we're eight races in now. It, the, it, they're starting to rack up these races. Like we we are we're talking about, you know, it's the start of the season. They can kind of get away with little bits here and there. But we are starting to kind of get through the the season a little bit now. We are, so, yeah. They're going to have to watch that they're not drifting back a little bit too far, and Red Bull don't run away with this too quickly. And we're going to end up into the scenario where, you know, they're going to be taking penalties for multiple engines, multiple sure. uh, components. Um, yeah, they're, they're, they've, they've 
they put themselves in a tough spot uh, and yep. they put Charles uh, they put Charles in a tough spot now for the driver's title and I it, it smacks of something Bernardo came out uh, do, 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 do. was it during the week and he was basically he said and I'm really going to butcher the quote of what he said here so it. Uh, say it in Italian as well if you <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Butcher as it if, properly as if I'm working behind a pizza counter. <laughs> um, no, he was saying that um, it, basically that this season their their objectives this season was to be competitive, and they've met those objection uh, objectives, and mm-hmm. um, that they are competitive. But yeah. to win the title is another step altogether. You know, completely. So and you're like, are you just laying the groundwork? Are, are you seeing something behind the scenes here? Yeah, yeah. Uh, now, I'm not saying they foresaw the DNF happening in Baku, but are they seeing something for over the the duration of the season that they know that they're possibly not going to be able to keep up with Red Bull? Maybe from a development side of things, maybe Red Bull are going to be able to develop more. Maybe mm. Ferrari have already maxed out or are closing in on maxing out their spend already for this year uh, and they're worried that maybe Red Bull haven't Um, so I don't know but it it was just like they were sort of laying the groundwork there for uh, for some poor results so we're not all disappointed yeah yeah it's uh, laying as you say laying the groundwork for um, getting the excuses in nice and early to make sure that uh, you can walk away with some face later on it's like we told you early on that you know we weren't going to be completely competitive exactly Um, I think we're going to win (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Possibly Ferrari have uh, gotten out of the habit of um, of winning titles and 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 winning not winning races but winning titles for sure. They got out of the habit of finishing races as well. well yeah, time. that too. Um, but I mean, Charles is really going to have to be careful now because Mister Consistency George Russell is on ninety nine points after after today, creeping yeah. up slowly. Charles is on one hundred and sixteen. <laughs> He's going to have to watch that that um, George doesn't overtake him pretty soon. Um, Isn't it ridiculous to think that there's like what, what what's that? There's seventeen points. Is yeah, 17? there's seventeen points between Leclerc and Russell after eight races. In, that's just madness that that's actually even happening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 um, and yeah, Russell back on the podium today. Well, now that we're on Russell, let's let's talk about a little bit. He had a bit of a bumpy race, same as uh, as Lewis. Um, but what what did you think of George and Mister Consistency today? Oh my God! Like that guy, I thought like we've always said he's gonna like he, the man's gonna be a world champion. Like he's yeah, just definitely. he's done this with Williams. Like I used to. <laughs> I used to talk to like my my dad watches Formula One all the time, and uh, he'd be now he, he says the same thing about Mick Schumacher at the moment. But when George Russell was at Williams, it's like they rate him as a good driver. He's not a good driver. Like I mean, he's only <laughs> he's only he's only finishing like fourteenth or thirteenth. Like, yeah, but he's doing it in a shopping trolley with a wind yeah. sail. Like you know, like what did you you know like yeah and, yeah. I, you see how, how much he squeezed out of that Williams. So it's no surprise that he's able to adapt to, to this car. Um, yeah. So the consistency, I mean, look, wasn't he? He was Mr. Saturday last season, consistently mm. getting into Q3 um, with that Williams. Now he's, he, he's, um, he's Mr. Consistency for, uh, you know, always in the top five uh, in that Mercedes. So more power to him. However... Yeah. 
when he's being interviewed. <laughs> Jesus. Like, I mean to say my elbows hurt like when I see him. It's just, it's like he's doing you a favor talking to you. Yeah, and you're like, yeah, yeah. Like, pull that out of your arse, George. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And go sit in your car. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you know, has he earned the right to do that? He is now. Not in the slightest. Now, the hold man... on a second. He has the same car uh, as Lewis Hamilton. Lewis Hamilton is arguably one of the greatest F1 drivers of all time. He is now, I would argue that Russell is the number one driver at William at uh, at Mercedes at the moment. Um in in terms of performance. Performance. Uh, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, absolutely. Um ha- has obviously, you know, you've said it before as well. George has come from Williams. He's dealt with a terrible car for so long that he's so used to just, you know, making do and and getting this getting a, a, as you say a shopping trolley around a track that even this Mercedes, you know, is, is something that he, it's a pleasure for him to drive this almost. Whereas Hamilton, you look at last year's Mercedes car, that was an unbelievable car. To go from that to sitting in what he's sitting in now must be a, a culture shock completely. Yeah, it, it's terrible. like, And it really is. But I mean, at the end of the day, he is a professional driver. Surely, yeah. you know, you know, strap on a pair, like just come on, just yeah, get on with get it. Stuck like, in. Get stuck yeah. in. Like, I mean, we, we there's only so much moaning we can listen to. Like, um, and even that today, um, I'm, I know we'll be talking about it later, but just you know, when he was the, the porpoising and the bouncing on the track, I, I think maybe he laid it on a bit thick. <laughs> I don't yeah, know, I don't know. Yeah, um, there was him, him getting out of the car and. I, I felt a little bit of that was slightly put on. Um, I do as well. From, from someone who has suffered for, for about 25 years with slip discs, herniated discs, and all kinds of issues with my back, I know when there's pain in your back, you are crippled. Like, you know, when it's, yeah, ba- when it's yeah. bad, like proper pain, like when he's explaining to us how bad that his pain is, that he's praying for the race to end. Yeah. If it's that level of pain, like you need people to carry you out of that car, like yeah, exactly. And yet yeah. he's just sitting there, kind of going, "Oh my god, the pain!" And you're like, "Strap on a pair, like you know, just come on, get on with it." Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So I think, like I said, George is no nonsense, no mess, and like he's used to this in Williams. Again, he's just gets down to business. This is what I've got to work with. Let's push it as fast as I can. Hamilton on the other side of the fence there saying, like, I'm used to something better. This car doesn't work for me. And like I said, in recent races, I think he has had a bad run of luck as well, uh, which mm-hmm. isn't going in his favor. So I do think as the as the races go on, um, he will improve. I think he's he's expecting he's going to be back. I think he made a comment a couple of weeks ago about being back sort of in the mixer for Silverstone. But right. I'll be honest, I think George Russell could be more eager and hungry to win at Silverstone uh, in this current car than yeah. Hamilton is. Absolutely. I mean, at, at the end of the day, though, like, it wasn't a bad result for him today. He's, he's ended up in fourth, you know? Now, can I just also say something? Mm. Uh, for anyone that listened last week, <laughs> for Mr. Isidro, <laughs> okay. Isidro, who magically isn't here this evening, yeah. he's at his Duran Duran concert. <laughs> um, yeah, coincidence. Yeah, um, 
I did say now, okay, we got lucky with the Ferraris dropping out, but yep. I did say three, four for Mercedes. And <laughs> I mean, Zedro was only one step short of fucking coming down the coming down the webcam at me. <laughs> lost his mind yeah you were bang on there you were bang on and at, at the start of I think it was uh, free practice one it did look quite good and then it went they didn't perform quite yeah they yeah. didn't perform quite too well in the next uh, two free practice sessions Um, but yeah I, I was expecting a little bit more even in terms of um of performance in, in, in qualifying from Mercedes, but they just didn't seem to quite put it together. But I say they has the, they have the result at the end of the weekend that they were they were looking for. Sure. Just now, there, there's sort of a new kind of conversation striking up now about the, the sort of the drivers, uh, maybe sort of sort of talking about you know speaking the same message really uh, to the FIA uh, about maybe doing something about this. Um, and I did see that the FIA had proposed some uh regulation changes um that would have maybe uh assisted the teams to prevent this from happening or to at least make the rides more comfortable for the drivers right but they needed it they need an eight out of ten majority for any of those sort of rules to go through and there was i by the sounds of it there was three teams that vetoed the the the, the suggestions Okay. Um, and I'm guessing those three teams are the three teams that uh, are benefiting. would stand to, to to lose the most. I mean, I'm guessing yeah. they're going to be Red Bull, uh, uh, Ferrari, and I mean, what? Uh, who's probably porpoising the least out there? Is it the Alpine, Alfa Romeo? Maybe? Alpines? Yeah, Alpines are. I think Alfa Romeo are pretty good, aren't they? Yeah, they're doing quite well as well. So, yeah. um, so, so maybe one of those teams, probably Alpine. You're probably right because I think they're really starting to hone in on. I mean, they were quick down the straight today, like you know. Mm. So I think they're really starting to hone in and unlock that car. Yeah. So, um, Wait, what are the what are the possible? Um, what's the solutions to this? Are we talking about? Is ground effect is here to stay? Really, isn't it? That's not going anywhere. No. So, um, and before anyone thinks about active suspension and stuff like that, that ain't ever coming back. Well, it's certainly not coming back in this era of Formula One. Um, right. And I'd be very surprised if it comes back in the 2026 changes. Um, so I think the... I'm going to say, and I, get, I don't know, because in the articles I, I, I've managed to read about this, I didn't see any uh, what they actually suggested. But mm -hmm. my guess would be it would be enforcing a ride height on the cars. Because right. um, at the moment, you can run that car as low. I don't think there's a minimum requirement. So, I mean, you can literally run that car as close to the road as you want once you get the performance you need out of it. Mm. But unfortunately, so teams that are sort of like Red Bull, where the floor doesn't flex as much, as much they can run their car really low to the ground, get obviously more downforce, get more performance. Um Whereas teams obviously like uh, Mercedes, we see when they try and um, have the car at that same sort of ride height, you know, they're, they're like, as Daniel Ricciardo says, like a basketball being bounced down the, down the pit straight. Yeah. Um, but if they enforce the, a minimum ride height of however many centimeters or whatever, um, that would mean that everybody loses that 
same level of performance and you would need to engineer that out of the you know that and to, to regain that performance in a different manner um so i don't think from a spectator side of things i don't think we will notice it too much i don't yeah. think we'd visually see the cars the performance drop you know the speeds and stuff like that drop enough uh from a visual side of things um so I, I, I think that's a no-brainer for this season yeah. and possibly next season until there's... A, because I do think there's a safety issue. I think Lewis Hamilton has maybe overplayed it a little bit. I know Toto Wolf has come out there and said that there's a likelihood that he might not make the Canadian Grand Prix uh, next weekend. Um, and I hope that's not true. Like, because if it is true, then, you know, look, we're making light for, no, you know, for, for the wrong reasons. Like, but... Sure. Um, I'd be surprised if that is the case. I think they're just laying it on thick to try and get something happening because, you know, they stand yeah. to gain the most. If this, if if they were to do something like that with the enforcer ride height across the board, obviously Mercedes stand to gain the most because they have the performance now in that engine. If everybody else was going to lose the performance that they would lose by increasing the ride height, stop that porpoising and bouncing effect, then, um, you know, th 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 then, then it's, an all, it's a win-win for them. Um, let's have a little look at at the McLarens today, because they had started back. Was it eleven and twelve? They they had qualified. Um, I think they qualified yeah. eleven and twelve, and they they made it up to uh, eighth and ninth on on the grid. Um, double points finish, which is great for McLaren. Finally, Danny Ricciardo getting into some points. Mm. Um, he he possibly could have gotten more from the race today. Um. What what was going on with strategy there? There was a bit of back and forth between the two drivers and the pit wall, and there seemed to be it was a little bit cumbersome today between pit orders and uh, and and the two drivers. Yeah, I think I think Daniel Ricardo got screwed. <laughs> really? <laughs> I, yeah, I think he got shafted today. Um, right. I think he was uh, so sort of towards the first sort of pit stops, um, like. You had he, he was he was on the hard tires going faster than um I'm pretty Lando. sure now he was on the hard tires, but he was going faster than Lando. He was um, yeah, they were on a different strategy, the both of them. And he'd obviously been on the radio kind of saying, I'm quicker, let me buy. Um now the argument is if you were quicker, you could have taken him on the straights. But yeah, look, that that aside, um he's saying he's quicker, let me buy. They're saying no, stay put because it's going to, you know, that's going to help with, I think it was the overcut that uh, they were trying to do with Lando's strategy. That's right, um, which so didn't keep... end up coming off, by the way. Exactly. And so Daniel kind of played the team game, play, you know, perfectly. He said, okay, fair enough. But, you know, I've got, I'm, I'm going to have Gasly taking me soon enough. And they said, you know, basically we don't give a shit, like stay yeah. put. You know, it's about which Lando's. Which he did. Which he did, yeah, and, and it was about Lando's strategy. Um, then, like, only like a lap or two laps later, uh, Lando comes in for the pit stop. Gasly obviously takes uh, Ricardo. Lando comes out way down the back somewhere, yeah. Um, and yeah, and then and then Daniel just I, I just started struggling from there. He just didn't really I, like. I think if had he have gotten past Lando at the start, I don't know. I think I think he definitely would have been. I don't know, would he have maybe been up around George Russell? Like, you know, maybe not. Obviously, he didn't have the straight line speed to be competing with George Russell, but I just think he maybe mm. could have been up around the fifth or sixth place. Uh, maybe sixth place might have been a bit more realistic. 
Yeah. But what annoyed me about this even more, and I love Lando Norris, and I get it, he's a racer, he just wanted to race. Um, yeah. But at the end, Lando saying, like, you know, sort of, I'm quicker, you know, get Daniel out of the way because he's not going past the Alpine. Um, yeah. So let me pass, like. Um, and they're saying, like, you know, no hold station, you know, Daniel played the team game at the start. Um, yeah. So you hold station and play the team game at the end here. Um, Because no one was getting past the Alpine. It was so quick in the straight. Yeah. Um, now, I know Lando was being a bit cheeky, like he was he was buzzing right up to, you know, he almost looked like he was <laughs> going to take him, I think, on the second last lap. Yeah. Um, just to sort of show Daniel, I could take you if I wanted to, but the team have told me not to, like, you know. Yeah. Um, and I just think it was all really bad for, I, I, yeah, I just let the bad taste in my mouth about it because I just thought Daniel should have been further up. I think he got screwed on the strategy at the start. Um, yeah, his, his own race strategy, I think, was compromised as a result. Um, yeah. And then that kind of crack with uh, Norris at the end, I thought just bad form. It kind of, at least the team told him to stay stationed and let Daniel take the take that victory. Um yeah. But either way, I think it was the least they can do considering um, they really hindered him at the start. Now, is there a question there of confidence on McLaren's part in Daniel Ricciardo? He hasn't done an awful lot this season already to fill that team full of confidence, to say that he has the pace to do anything. So when Daniel says, I have the pace, I can do this, is it fair on McLaren's part to go, ah, well, you know what? We don't really trust you. Lando's proven what he can do. He's clearly our number one driver and we have to put the confidence in him. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, yes is, is one way of putting it, but no in the sense that on for today's race, at no point did I feel watching it that Lando was, other than at the very end, but that was because he had the DRS from the that 2.2 kilometer fucking straight. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, I, I just never felt that Lando was going past him. I didn't think he was quicker. I think, like I said, I think Daniel could have been further up the field had he have been allowed um, sort of get past at the start. Um, so I think the team just need to also like, look, it would be terrible to say that they were doing it because they don't have trust in him. Because at the end of the day, you're paying him a lot of money. Mm. He's sitting in your car. If you don't have trust in him, I mean, there's nothing stopping you terminating his contract and putting in whoever you're, you know, I think is it Van Dorn or something, whoever the, the reserve driver would be that would step in. Sure. But that's not the case. You know, he's obviously a good driver. He's a talented driver. He had the pace today. Let him go for it. But yeah, look, they, they, sort of sacrificed him a little bit at the expense of Lando Norris and it didn't come off for Lando Norris either and he ended up finishing behind Daniel anyway and even if he had got past Daniel like if they didn't tell him this whole station he still wouldn't have got past the Alpine anyway yeah, the two yeah. of them were just stuck behind that Alpine who had I think they were saying that uh, Alonso was it a rock on set 347 I think 348 and I think through it was the speed Alonso. trap uh, so yeah like the, the, yeah, the McLaren was set up today for the twisty bits. Like it was set up for for, yeah. for a bit more downforce on the twisty bits and more drag on the straight. Whereas the Alpine was set up in the opposite. Um, so because you know, unless you get past going into turn one or into turn was it turn three, um, mm -hmm. there your two two major overtaking points. So the Alpines knew that it you know if no one can catch them in, on the straights 
um, to make those overtakes into turn one and turn three, then there's ne- there's, there's rarely any overtakes done anywhere else on the track. Yeah. So, um, yeah. But anyway, that's uh, that's that's McLaren. Yeah, let's uh, let's let's look down the grid a little tiny bit. Although not down the grid at all, actually. Let's let's head forward in the grid um, <laughs> to Pierre Gasly. I'm so used to saying that the the AlphaTauris are a little bit further back down the grid, but Gasly ended up in in fifth today. Um, great performance by Gasly, and can I just mention a great performance by the pit crew of AlphaTauri straight out with the duct tape. <laughs> getting that wing working again and getting him straight out before anyone could get down those stairs to them <laughs> to the tell FIA them no. man <laughs> legging it to tell them don't you dare throw that car back out on that track <laughs> and they're just like go 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 <laughs> it was fantastic so talk to me a little bit about, about uh, Alpha Tari today and how they performed oh I mean look there's not much to say like you said you, you said it they, they, they've because they've been really poor this season in comparison yeah. to last season so, yeah, just a great result from Gasly. I think uh, Yuki Tsunoda would have had a better result only for the black and orange flag came out for his half a flap, flapping away. <laughs> um, but that was that was a highlight of the of the race for me. Today. I just thought it was hilarious yeah. that uh, they're, they're frantically throwing the duct tape on. And you can hear, uh, was it Crofty or Kravitz uh, on the commentary saying, and the FIA man is, he, he's he's running down to try and stop them. And they just like send the car out. <laughs> go, go, go. <laughs> yeah, it was brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Um, that was a, a fantastic moment of the race. That was quite late on, was it? Uh, it wasn't it long was left. Probably, yeah, I think it was like, like, like lap 41 or something like that. I think right. it was about 10 laps left or something, maybe something something like that. And obviously no DRS then for, for Tsunoda. They just wanted to try and get it out there and make sure it got round to the end. Yeah, it was funny, actually, the, because when... Um, actually, it was lap 39, actually. But it was after just after that, Max was told not to use the DRS. That's right. Um, yeah. yeah. So, because I know Max has a... I think they were trying to explain that, that basically the carbon fiber on that uh, DRS flap on that... Um, uh on that red bull is really thin they've got sort of they've, they've gone to within an inch of its life um in, in terms of the the rules right. but i think that was what was causing because remember in the practice was it in free practice three or something like that there was that yeah, it was flapping. It an oscillation or something like that sure. you know that that that's uh flapping that was going on um yep. So I, I'd imagine they felt that if Yuki Tsunoda's um, wing had snapped, then there's a chance that theirs are. And ironically, obviously, um, the Alpha Tauri is a sister team to Red Bull. So magic how uh, one breaks and then Red Bull are worried that theirs might break. <laughs> yeah. Do you think it was just a case of Red Bull looked around the garage and like, shit, we have no mask and tape. Tell them not to use the DRS. Don't use the DRS. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly, exactly. Or run down to Alpha Tauri and get a loan of their mask and tape real quick. Gorilla glue. Yeah. Um, yeah. Going, going much further down the grid. Mick Schumacher today, the human missile. Um, he got a bit of a rough deal today, Dave, didn't he? Yeah, I think he's. Yeah, he he he. Yeah, bad run of luck. I mean, he had actually. Let's let me think. Okay, let, let me let me let me construct my rant here a little bit. Right. Yeah. Okay. Because I'm a bit annoyed. I, like I was, I was beyond, be honest. I was ranting at the TV on my own. My wife wasn't even in the room to rant too. I was just actually <laughs> ranting on my own. <laughs> Would you look at that? Would you look at what they're doing? Like there's nobody in the room with me. Um. 
But I think hats are terrible at making decisions when, mm. like, so obviously Schumacher had, so there was a red flag in Q, Q3 um, on uh, yesterday. Yeah. And I think we had two minutes and something, um, which, you know, obviously on a warm up lap around start flying lap is not enough to get a full um, complement of cars around. Yeah. So the, this is the first irritation I have with Haas because this has happened before and they're at the, they're towards the business end of the pit lane. So so basically the exit of the pit lane. Yeah. So they should be able to just send the car straight out. Do you know what I mean? Like, so instead, what they did was they waited. Every other car had gone out and then Haas had gone out at the back. And you've yeah. got two minutes and 20 seconds to get all the way around. Did you really think you were going to get 18 cars who were trying to do a warm-up, a, a controlled warm-up around, and that you were going to be able to start your flying lap? Yeah. I mean, why didn't you just have him out sitting there waiting? Surely it yeah. would have been better to be sitting in front of the light, of the, 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 the pit lane light for 10, 15, 20 seconds um, and sit there and make sure that you're first out on, on track. Um, yeah. Because either that or you were going out. But no, no, they decided yet again to wait. Um, so that was my anno annoyance with them in, on, on Saturday. And then I think in Sunday, today, sorry, when the, he started from the back. Now, his performance wasn't lightning. Like, he wasn't blowing anyone's hair back. Um, but he also, like, the, 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 again, this is what's happened with them. They make knee-jerk reactions. It's like they don't go in with any strategy like we're starting from the back okay they, they're gonna go all right we'll go hard tires like we go long and uh, and yeah. let's see what happens right that's the default let's do this yeah um then like you get a virtual safety car and they freaked out and they came in and they threw on the medium tire i'm like you're at the back yeah like, just stick with your your hard tires haven't gone off he hasn't even been racing hard on the damn things like those things are grand leave yeah. them on no they came in for the medium tires didn't work, came back in for the hard tires, still at the back. And you're like, quit making knee-jerk reactions. Have a strategy. Like, yeah. they should be going into the this race kind of going, okay, plan A, plan B, plan C, plan D from the back of the grid. This is what we do when we're at the back of the grid. And look, I know I'm saying this like an absolute ignorant asshole, and I'll give them some due. I'm sure they, they do have those plans in place. I'm not that stupid. <laughs> but it doesn't come across during the race it just looks yeah. like knee-jerk reaction after knee-jerk reaction and i just think it's at the sacrifice of mick schumacher and he came again like i said he didn't have great pace today but accompanied with yesterday's mess today's mess um i don't think the team have done him any favors i don't think they're doing him any favors at all like yeah you could um, torpedo that into the garage <laughs> Well, I mean, he, he was he was lucky that he actually got his car a, around to the end of the race because his teammate Magnussen was yet another Ferrari engine that uh, didn't didn't finish. Yeah, yeah, and with Joe out as well, another Ferrari in Juan Yu Joe. So it was only really Mick Schumacher and Valtteri Bottas are the only two Ferrari engines that made it to yeah. the end. Yeah, that's it. And I'll be so, honest, when I saw the other four go out, I I just. I thought it was almost going to be a sure thing that the Ferrari, the Schumacher and uh, Bottas would have gone out as well. Yeah, um, straight down more, Yeah, more so Bottas because he was sort of involved in more heavy racing. Schumacher, mm. obviously, he was just sort of cruising around. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. It's, Doing the uh, shopping. 
So let's have a talk about, but uh, not so much Aston Martin as a team because I don't think there's much to talk about in terms of Lance Stroll. He just likes <laughs> crashing that car. Um, but Seb Vettel, um, I mean, a, a bit of a mixed bag. He ended up, Jesus, he ended up uh, very high up the grid for, he, he tried to take, was it Pierre Gasly? Um, yeah, yeah. Didn't work, went down the runoff, did a fantastic, by the way, a fantastic uh, 180 to get back onto the track again. Um, but ended up in, in sixth place. Wonderful from Vettel. Yeah, I mean, he's uh, it, it's a happy hunting ground for him, isn't it? He's always mm. kind of, I mean, he came, what, second last year? I think the year Sorry. before he came, um, was it was he fourth or something like that the year before when we were at Azerbaijan? Um, that remember. would have been what 2019 because I think we skipped, I think we skipped Azerbaijan in 2020. Um, but he uh, he came, yeah, he was third or fourth anyway in, in 2019. So, in that's uh, you know, that Aston Martin sixth, that's uh, that's progress. Um, yeah. I like the comment from Christian Horner kind of saying, Yeah, well, they've got a good car, don't they? Uh, obviously, with a little wry smile. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wonder where they got that from, <laughs> yeah. so yeah. Good results, you know. Yeah, Lance Stroll looks sure. Yeah, was what it was. What it was. I mean, you think he had two accidents in qualifying as well, didn't he? Um, yeah. So, uh, so that that was what it was. I don't know what was wrong with him today, though. Why they they boxed the car? Um, I actually didn't see what the retirement was for. Um, right. and what was a cooling issue or something? Oh no, they said they, there was some vibrations or something like that. That's what it was. That's what it was. Yeah, some some vibrations. And they yeah. weren't good vibrations. He, he didn't. He didn't seem to feel them uh, himself in the car. It was just the team were picking up on us. Does that surprise you? <laughs> yeah. I don't feel the vibrations. You're missing a wheel, Lance. Yeah, you're missing you're, a wheel. <laughs> you're sitting there texting on your phone, Lance. Would you just <laughs> concentrate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But yeah, I, I think that that kind of that rounds up everything nicely. Um, Ferrari yeah. engines having a, a, a big old goose egg today. Um, and it was a battle of the Red Bulls and the rest of the Mercedes engines. Okay, do you want me to read out the driver standings and you uh, you read out the constructor standings? Let's do it. Yeah, go All for right. it. Let's let's jump in. All right, uh, right. Where we got here? So we got Max first, obviously on 150. Perez second, 129, still there in the hunt. Uh, Carl, oh, no, we don't have Carlos. We have Charles Leclerc in third, 116, dropping back. George Russell gaining ground, 99 points there, only, what, 17 behind. Mm -hmm. uh, Carlos Sainz, 83. Lewis Hamilton, uh, yeah, still there, thereabouts, 62 in sixth. Uh, seventh, we've got Lando Norris on 50. In eighth place, we've got Valtteri Bottas on 40. Uh, in ninth, Esteban Ocon on 31. Tenth, we have Pierre Gasly on 16. Eleventh, Al Fernando Alonso on 16th. Twelfth, Kevin Magnussen on 15. 13, Daniel Ricciardo on 15 points. 14th, we have Sebastian Vettel on 13. Yuki Sonoda in 15th on 11 with his roll of duct tape. Uh, 16th, we have Alex Albon, no red hair anymore, on three points. 17th, we got Lance Stroll, uh, two points, uh, probably for the same number of crashes he did in qualifying. 18th, we have Guan Yu Zhou on one point. Mick Schumacher in 19th on Goose Egg. Wee. Nico Hulkenberg 20th on <laughs> I zero. still love that he's there. <laughs> and still rocking up at 21 at the bottom of a 20-person oh, fucking grid. We have goat. Nicholas Latifi on Jesus. zero points. 
That's fantastic that Hulkenberg is above him still. <laughs> I love it. Every time we read these out, I love it. Uh, I hope the I hope the season finishes that way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, notable movement there. Perez uh, jumping up ahead of Leclerc. Um, yeah. That's the first time that's happened this season. So that's that's fairly notable. Russell obviously taking a step towards Leclerc as well. Um, all right, let's take a look at the the team standings then. So up on top with two hundred seventy nine points, Red Bull Racing. Um, 199 points second place are Ferrari Mercedes-Benz taking another step towards Ferrari there with 161 points amazing that they are there yep. unbelievable and a hell of a gap between them and Lando Norris or I mean sorry Lando Norris and Danny Ricardo. sorry I forgot he was driving for them <laughs> McLaren uh, in fourth and 65 points Alpine moving up uh, with 47 points <laughs> sorry <laughs> um Alfa Romeo with 41, Alfa Tari on 27, Haas on 15, Aston Martin also on 15, and down the bottom, Williams with three. All right. Well, before we before we roll on to the uh, predictions, mm -hmm. just a quick answer, uh, so so we don't kind of drag this out too much. Okay. What do you think is the realistic chances that Sergio Perez could win the driver's stand? I know, like, let, let's let, let's let's get sucked into the hype train. We we got sucked into the hype train with Ferrari, and we all fucking look like laughing stocks. So let's do the same with Perez now, so we can all look like morons in six races time. Okay. Where so, do we see? Do you think he, there's a legitimate chance? Before the race and into that first quarter, the first few laps, I would have said, uh, yeah, hundred percent. After seeing, yeah. after seeing Max today, uh, I don't think so. I think Max Max um, just has too much pace. He's too good. And I don't think Perez is consistent enough to get it across the line. That's my opinion. Yeah, I, I'd agree with that. I think if there was a genuine reason as to why his, pay, his pace dropped off today mm. um, that explained that 20-second gap, maybe, uh, yeah, I'd be the same. I'd kind of say, yeah, he's still in the hunt. But if this was just purely on pace that he just wasn't there from today, yeah, yeah, it'd be tough, wouldn't it? To... But do you know, I'm rooting for him. I really hope he does it. It would be great to see. Uh, it'd be great to see Perez win a world championship. Definitely. The the only thing we can be sure about is that Red Bull um, have two fantastic drivers, and I I don't know if anyone is going to touch them this season. It really yeah, is, it's exactly. starting to look uh, inevitable now. He'll get a winner's um, medal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, all right, will we do some predictions? We'll have a look at last week. All right, okay. Let's uh, all right, let's call out Azidros first because he's not here this week. <laughs> okay, let's slag him. Um, uh, all right, oh, record. can't really slag him too much. All right, let me call out Azidros here. So, uh, <laughs> so right, Azidro, actually, hang on, wait, what's the score? The score is uh, four two still, zero, still four two zero. Okay, yeah, so four to me, two to you, Mr. Scott, and zero to Azidro who joined in late. Yep. Okay, so Isidro had uh, Verstappen for the win this week. Yep. Yeah, one so point that for you, one buddy. Point. Uh, Perez, he had in second. And Signs, he had in third. So Good shouts. Uh, All good shouts. So uh, what did you have, Owen? I had the exact same. So I had Verstappen, Perez, Signs. Um, I think um, Isidro made a big deal out of that last week. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he did. Uh, what were your top right. three, Dave? Oh dear! <laughs> oh Jesus! All right, I had Leclerc in first. Uh, give me a sec. Uh, Verstappen like... in second. Ugh. Yeah, Perez in third. Oh, <laughs> shocking! Yeah, shocking. 
Um, All right. Are we going to go flops or surprises? Let's. Flops. Um, oh, no, go let's on. Okay. Go. Yeah, no, no. Let's go with the, with the Cedros first of all. Um, we'll talk about the flops. So he had said that Norris was going to be outside of the top 10. No. Oh, yeah, fuck <laughs> you, Isidro. Hope you're enjoying Duran Duran. All right. <laughs> no points for you for not yeah. showing up today, Isidro. Yeah. Um, okay. My, my flop was a Gasly DNF. Well, oh. that didn't happen. He, in fact, he got the best, best yeah. result of it the whole season. Oh, uh, yeah. I called that one wrong completely. Yeah, absolutely. All what right. was your flop? Oh. Latifi crash first half of the race. <laughs> uh, he did well to the Latifi today. In fairness, he didn't crash. No tips. He had. Uh, he was. Did you hear the commentator say his name once, other than at the start of the race when the, the mechanic pushed him back to maybe jolt him to realize. You know, are you, are you awake in there, Latifi? <laughs> and he was. There was an inspection to see um, yeah, whether it was actually him because he made it around the uh, the formation lap without hitting anyone. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Stop, go penalty, but it was just to check that there is actually Latifi in the car. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, uh, no, nothing happened for him. He just drove around looking at scenery. Yeah, all right, goose egg for me on that one then. Touring Baku, God help him. Where are you there? Oh, yeah, Latifi's uh, All right, so Zidro's surprise was Gasly, P6. Oof. I'm sorry to say, Isidro, I am sorry to say, but you so have close. to get the number right. <laughs> <laughs> That's so ah. mean, isn't it? I love it. <laughs> oh, Jesus. What was what was Gasly? P5? P5, yeah. Oh, so close, Isidro. Um, but I mean, I, I think I have him top tier, in fairness, in terms of bad shouts. I knew what I was going for. I just wanted to, to nail my colours to the mast and, and go hard. I said... For my uh, surprise, Latifi top ten finish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was never going to happen. That never. was a that was a tough that was a tough order. That was yeah, never um, ever going to happen. Uh, yeah, well, mine didn't exactly work out too well either. I had Schumacher for a points finish, Oof. which yeah, I thought I mean, was going to happen. I really did. I thought this was his moment, but um, it wasn't. No. It was definitely not. <laughs> it definitely, definitely was not. So come here to me. We we if we tally up the points there, it looks that myself and Isidro come out with uh two points and you come out with zero. Yeah. So, so what that's... way do we decide this now? Who takes the win today? It's just a draw, so it's just one point apiece, isn't it? Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, we just, we'll just do it a draw, so it's one point each then for the win. Or for the okay. for, for for the draw. Sure, yeah, that's the best, best way of doing it. Yeah. Otherwise, okay, we just say so... Isidro's not here, so you win. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <By> default. <laughs> yeah, I'll take that. So after um after Baku, Eight. it would seem that you are still you're on four. Uh I am now up to three, Dave. Big Uh-oh. numbers coming in. Big I'm numbers. like George I'm the George Russell, Mr. Consistency. Yeah, that's it. Three. And then Isidro is down there on one point. Fair play to him. He's yeah. on the board anyway. He's on the board, yeah. That's the main thing. He's our Nick Nico Hulkenberg. He's he put is, a performance yeah. in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's. Uh, so so let's look forward to Canada then. Uh, I'm looking okay. forward to Canada. Um, it's yeah. uh, it's a great race. Um, I like the, I like this track. Yeah, I really do. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's a good one. I like the, the the old wall of champions. Well, who doesn't like? I mean, that's it's an yeah. iconic iconic corner. All right. Well, I have nice. uh, I have a Z here. So um, will we okay, call it Zedros top three? Yeah. 
Go for it. Let's do his top three. Uh, so Isidro has gone with uh, Sergio Perez for number one. Okay. Um, he didn't give any reasons with these, did he? He just gave us the predictions. Yeah, he just, he just, he just given the that he was too busy fucking jamming out. Duran, 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 hungry like a wolf. <laughs> oh, is <laughs> that Duran, Duran? Isn't Duran, Duran, hungry like a wolf? Hungry like the wolf. That's a great tune. It's a banging tune. I hope it is Duran, Duran. Anyway, go on. Yeah, next one. What's what's his number two? <laughs> uh, Verstappen is number two. Oh, nice. And Charles Leclerc in number three. Ooh, interesting. All right. Okay. So, do you want to go with uh, my top three or your top three? Um, let's go with yours first. I think I went first last week. Did I? All right. Uh, okay. I have Leclerc first. Ooh. I know. I know. Jesus. I- I'll explain that later. Um, okay. Okay. I've gone with Perez second. Cheney Mac. These are big shouts. And I've gone with Signs third. Oh, Dave. Dave, I don't know what you're at here. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> you're are are you doing this purposely to try and score some points uh the other side of our predictions? So trying to get something a little bit away from what we would, would have predicted. No, no, I, I genuinely think that like I, I I'm 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 legit here. I I think this is going to be the. This is what's happening. T- okay, I'll give you mine, and then let's talk about it a little bit. Yeah, let's yeah, we'll, 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 yeah. We'll get into the. the, the we'll, we'll get we'll get all the, the 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 names on the board here, and then we'll uh, we'll discuss the uh, my well, my thoughts. My thinking. Interestingly, process. we none of us have a matching top three, which is interesting. So I have Verstappen number one. Okay. I have uh, Perez in number two. All right. And I have Russell in number three. So I have, yeah, we all have a, a, a different top, uh, a different uh, winner. Yeah. We all have a different, oh, no, we don't. Me and you have a matching uh, second place. Oh, none yeah. of us have a matching third place. That's it. All right. Let me, uh, let me, let me see. What are we going with? We're going with the flop next okay we'll get straight into them okay what, what do, you is, want to do, uh, oh, do you want to do the surprise first well i wanted you to tr- maybe explain why you went with leclerc paris signs i think we need to have all the names on the board first okay okay do it go on go on, go on yeah um, okay so let's so go do you want to go flop or surprise first let's go flop first okay so azidro's flop was lando norris with Ooh. a dnf he gave a oh interesting now, he hasn't given a crash or and I, I think that's okay i think a dnf is yeah, okay. fine for lando norris I yeah, think that's for him simple, not yeah. to finish is a surprise. Yeah. Um, okay. All right, you go with your your, your okay. flop this week. I'll go my flop then. Uh, my flop is going to be Lewis Hamilton. And I think that is because... Oh, sorry. I'm going to say that um, it's going to be uh, bottom 10. Is that the right thing yeah, to say? Outside the, yeah, outside the top outside 10. The top yeah. 10 finish. Yeah. Um, and I think he's going to do a lot of moaning. Uh, yeah. is my um is my he, li- he likes canada it's a low force tra- down yeah okay okay okay, okay. I'll, I'll let's uh let's get the names out there first and then we'll uh then we'll uh okay uh, under t- under 10 and at least five moans okay from him all right well hold yourself when i give my flop 
So I just remember we're going to do the discussing after we've all the names out. So let me just okay. give the, uh, so 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 be prepared to try and bite your tongue and push on past this to the next one. Right? It's better not be Latifi again. All right, go on. My flop is Max Verstappen. Whoa, Jesus! With a DNF. Oh my God, that is huge. I'll I'll give my uh, my, my thought process now at the end. I was very surprised he wasn't in your top three. So I had a feeling you were going to go that way with it, all right. But I just didn't know why you were going that way. Okay. Um, the, we'll go surprises the, then. What's the all right. surprise? Zidro, the absolute lunatic Portuguese man, has gone with Daniel Ricciardo. <laughs> uh, <laughs> P8. Uh, it's like he's never watched uh, Formula 1 before in his life. <laughs> I know. I, I can't, I can't uh, fault him, though. P8 is a fairly respectable number to go with. It's not like yeah, he went yeah. P3 or something, like, you know, or P4 or something like that. You know, he's he, he's played it cool on that one with a P8. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. That's fair. All right. Who's your surprise? Shock My surprise me. is going to be uh, Sebastian Vettel P8 as well. Is that a surprise? After today's race, probably not, actually. Yeah, that's probably a good shout. Um, let me have a little look. I mean, so Vettel in, inside the top 10, you'd be like, it, yeah, that's kind of what you'd expect. Yeah, okay, okay. I can change that. Okay, I'll change that to Albon, P8. Oh, Jesus, I don't want you to go suicidal on it. No, like, okay. I'm going hard. No, no, I was no, no, no. S- I'll, I'll give you Vettel, but I mean, nudge it up to maybe P7. I'll give you P7 or something. No, like no, that. I'm going to go hard. I'm going to go hard again. I'm going to stick with Williams. They're my boys this year. My brother recently bought a Williams t-shirt on the back of that. It was the cheapest of all the Formula <laughs> 1 t-shirts. <laughs> so we're now a Williams family, apparently. So um, I'm going to go Albon. Aldi, did he? Yeah, <laughs> he's in the states. He bought it in Costco or something, I believe. He got it free with a coffee. I think they have Aldi in the states, or is that in Canada or somewhere like that? Oh, do they? I didn't know that. I think so. I think they have Aldi, or maybe it's Lidl or something like that. Let's not get into supermarket chains in America. This could derail very <laughs> yeah, quickly. Exactly. Okay, let, let's not say PH. But I'm going to say top ten. Yeah, top yeah, 10, go, yeah. Album top ten. Okay, cool. That all right? All right. Uh, so my surprise is going to be uh, I'm doubling down two weeks in a row. Schumacher points finish. Oh, Schumi. Okay, points finish. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't see that as being too much outside the realms of possibility. Although it still would. He's never scored be a, a point in Formula One, so. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought I'd just uh, that that'd be a good one. You, okay. Like, like everyone, we're all hoping for for Schumacher to score some bloody points, please. Yeah, exactly. And just and and find some confidence and just kick on, like you know, that start getting more regular points on the board or something like that, or at least good finishes like you know just something um, just yeah. give us something all right so do you want my a brief yeah what, what tell I think me is why happen? dave tell me why so i think um either verstappen or leclerc are crashing out oh um and i was hard to pick which one it would be i'll be honest I actually think it's probably going to be Leclerc could crash out. I just I see right. the wall of champions collecting someone, or I see, I just see someone getting collected with a barrier somewhere. Right. Um, but I just I thought on it more and more, and I I was thinking these two are going to push hard. I think it's going to suit both of their cars quite well. I think both of these teams should go fairly well around um, around the circuit. So. For that reason, because they might be fairly evenly paced, I think they might be pushing harder uh, so that there might be, you know, they may be pushed into a mistake. Um, 
And yeah, I know Leclerc is probably the more likely one to have the mistake, but mm. I, I, I don't know. There's something there that niggling with me going, go for Stappen. So yeah, I'm going for Stappen with a, a DNF. I'm not a, not, not a, well, I'm going to, I'm, I'm opting for a DNF, but I think it's going to be a crash. So, so do you think then, obviously, that, that Leclerc is going to out-qualify Verstappen and Verstappen's going to have to come from behind to try and pull that place back within the race? I didn't really think too much on the qualifying. I was more just thinking the race uh, in terms of uh, how hard they'll have to push each other in the right. race. Um, Qualifying-wise, yeah, anyone's guess. I don't know. We wouldn't have a clue. Wouldn't yeah, okay, yeah. It's a toss of a coin between them. In fact, it could even be Perez that could Perez, yeah, surprise say like, that. You yeah, know, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. All right, that's it for this week's episode, folks. We'll be back next week for the Canadian Grand Prix. Looking forward to that. Should be a great one. Um, as always, if you want to get in touch with your own questions, comments, or corrections, send them on to feedback at latenightraceview.com and do send them through because, uh, you know, we do check them um, sometimes or anywhere you find us on social media. Until next week, everyone, 